Hello everyone, welcome to the FemFit Society podcast. I'm so pleased to be joined today by Anna Tannicliffe Tobias. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, and you just said you're in Lanzarote at the moment. How's how's the weather? Like it's obviously it's actually blue Monday today, January, but like how how is it out there? Is it nice? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's definitely better than um, most of the weather up north. Um, I know it was like snowing yesterday at home, but yeah, it's been, uh, I don't know what it is in Celsius, but probably like mid seventies, high seventies, beautiful winds today, actually on my way home from, uh, sailing, it was raining just a little bit, but that's not normal. So, yeah. Um, and I know like, obviously you're traveling so much. Um, I want to talk about all of your journey this year in particular, it is Olympics year, there's qualifying it going on. You are hoping to qualify for Paris like how how busy do the next few months look for you yeah so our trials actually start um the end of February beginning of March so we have a training block now so two-week training block now a couple week break and then we come back and it's like a week and a half training block and then um the world championships which are here which is why we're training him um is our first trials event and then from there we take a ferry over to Palma Mallorca and then we have our second trials event there. So there's the training now, and then it's like full on for uh, March and April. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be busy. Um, and obviously, like representing US sailing, so amazing. You've obviously, it seems like you've qualified for the Olympics before you've won. You've been, you've, you've topped the podium. How does it feel kind of being back in that process again all these years later? Yeah, it's good. Um, you know, the great thing about sailing is that the sport's like always different. So um, you're always learning. It is a sport that you can keep doing for like maybe not necessarily Olympic sailing, but you can always do sailing um, as you get older. And um, the more you do it, the more experience you gain. So it's it's one of those like you get better as you get older mm-hmm. in theory. Um, but it's fun. It's fun to be um, doing this again. Um, you know, all the nerves are starting to come back. Um, which are good you know it's been a doing having like competing in CrossFit quite intensely like those are one nerves and then this is like a totally different sort of nerves um, but it's it's good to have them start creeping back in like I, I love that like, feeling of pressure and um, it's not really pressure but like the excitement of competition I guess mm. yeah because so many people like particularly maybe our followers who know us through CrossFit will know you just as a CrossFit kind of legend but actually sailing was your kind of first sport and how like how did that work like how did you firstly I suppose how did you find sailing because you did that you've been doing this your whole life right so where did it start so um I was actually born in England um lived there until I was 12 and my parents sailed it was just like what the family did and uh, so every summer um we'd go sailing I think I probably started sailing around age two and I've been on boats for for really, pretty much for my whole life. Um, actually hated sailing until I was about 10, 11, 12 years old. Um, started to come around to it when I was like 10, 11, and still wasn't like, yay, let's go sailing. But I was like, all right, we're going sailing. And then when I moved to America when I was 12 was kind of when I started to really love the sport. It's one of them things I think people forget, like a lot of people will use sailing as, just like a pastime or something they do with their families but it's such an incredible sport to get into like 
at what point did you realize oh actually I can do this competitively I can make a career out of this um so I said in 96 I was watching the Atlanta Olympics on TV and I was like that's kind of cool like I was watching a medal ceremony and I was like I wanted to win a medal and I was like I told my parents I want to win a medal at the Olympics one day um but really like kind of just pushed that thought to the back of my head when I was like 12 13 and then competed like locally and was good in my local area or in my district um and then I'd go to like national events and be like at best middle of the pack and I was like oh I don't know like really kind of had my heart set on being an accountant and <laughs> making some money and uh then got to college and just had an amazing senior team my freshman year and I just got my butt kicked in practice day after day after day and uh but it was like one of the best things because I was training with like they were ranked number one or the team was ranked number one in both co-ed sailing and women's sailing because I was training with the top sailors in the country every day and uh then they graduated and then I got a ton of sailing time and just was like getting better and better through each year of college and then I was like all right well I they changed the boat to something that like I could do um that I had the finances to do and uh yeah I just kind of gave it a shot and felt like I was climbing enough like in the ranks in the U.S. that like okay and I if I take this internationally and keep practicing like I think I can get good at this yeah and you got to the best in the world right so, like, <laughs> at the right time yes <laughs> is that was that ever like obviously you said it to your parents when you were younger like winning a medal at the olympics how like what's that like because there's so and it's funny often i think in crossfit we talk about like this top one percent of people that get to the games etc but it's the same with the olympics right like it's so incredible to get to that point how was that kind of whole year for you yeah, so our trials for in two, for the 2008 Olympics were in October of 20 of uh, 2007. And um the trials actually were um there was like a, a 9-day event I want to say. Um it was so long and it was so stressful. Um I actually didn't after I won the trials I like didn't touch my boat for like a month. <laughs> I was wow. like I want <laughs> I need a break. I was like, I need, a, I need to be away from sailing for a little bit. Anyway, I came back. And then the year leading up to, I think because this trials, like, even though like I'd mapped it out that like the trials were just another stepping stone along the way to like reaching my goal. Like they were so stressful that once that was done in a sense, I could like relax and focus on like the task at hand now of just trying to get as good as I could um, learn as much as I could and hope that I was going to peak at the right time. Uh, and you did. <laughs> like, you how did. incredible. And did you, like, when you retired, like, well, obviously you're not retired anymore, but the first time round when you retired from sailing, did you feel like you'd achieved everything you wanted to? Uh, no, because I went into the 2012 Olympics in London and my team and I went in as the gold medal favorites and had been um, pushed by our teammates all year long. Like we were one, two, one, three in the world. And then we won the trials, um, won the worlds in 2011, got second at the worlds in 2012. So heading into the Olympics, I was like, right, like 
we're sailing well, like we can do this. And we got fifth and I was absolutely gutted one because I let, I felt like I let like, uh, well, obviously we didn't win. I didn't hit the goal, but I felt like I let my teammates down. I felt like we let our fellow U S teammates that didn't qualify down. I felt like we let the country down and it was like, it was a horrible feeling that because we hadn't accomplished the goal. So, um, but it hit me so hard that like, even though I still had that fire that I wanted to win another gold medal, I didn't have the fire to like put in what was needed to get there. Mm. And uh, so that's, I retired because I was like, it's not fair to sail with a teammate when my heart's not as fired up about it as like, it should be like, I want it, but um, I don't know how to explain it. Like I didn't hit it. I want that goal. But at the time, like I was still um, so upset about like what happened that I needed like to step away from it and um, take a break. Mm. And it's such a mental game, right? Like the amount, obviously physically you guys all put into it, but like, I, I and it's such a fascinating conversation and I love to, to ask it because I could never do it, but what does it take mentally to put yourself in a position to com- like compete for your country at that level? So I think you, um, like you have a, in a, in a sense, it's like a job, you have a job to do. Right. So to me, I don't think of it as a job because I absolutely love doing it, but at the end of the day, like I have a job to do and that's to go and like compete for my country and be the best that I can be. So there's like the seriousness of it, of that. Um, but at the same time, like I like to have fun, um, a lot and try and keep the moods light. Um, but yeah, so I think as long as like um, the hard thing in sailing is that like it's not like in CrossFit where like if you're close to somebody and you want to pass them, you just go a little bit faster or you pick the bar up before them or something like that. Like sailing is so much of a like uh, think of it as like a chess game on water um, and you can't just like put in a little bit more work and pass somebody, right? Like the um, there's so much that goes into passing just one boat that um, it's it's more than just like the physical side of like wanting to hurt and accepting that something's going to hurt physically. Like you have to like try and predict what your competitors are going to do. You have to try and predict what the wind's going to do and you have to, you know, try and position yourself best against all your competitors so that you have the best advantage. Like there's so much on the mental side of sailing too that like you just have to sometimes accept that like a second place or a fourth place is or a seventh place is actually a good result mm. um and so it's uh sometimes that can be like draining because you like you you're like oh well I had like a 10 and a seven today but that could actually be a really good score instead of like two firsts um so yeah just trying to like put everything into perspective and then realizing like what your job is, but making it fun at the same time. Mm, yeah. And obviously like, as you were saying about losing a little bit of that fire, but you still ha- kind of had it in you. Did you like literally kind of almost pick it up and go, right, put that fire into CrossFit at that point? Is that what happened? I think um, I never lost like the competitive edge. Like I wanted to like compete, like that's what I've done. I've from as long as I, I can remember, I've done sports. Um, and so I've always had the competitive edge. And it was something new. Like there was, 
zero pressure on me in CrossFit because I don't know what I was doing, right? Like <laughs> it took me three years to figure out what the difference between a power, <laughs> a power clean and a squat clean was, you know? Um, no, just kidding. But um, like, yeah, I just went and had fun in CrossFit, but could compete, you know? And it was me on myself and like, there were not really outside factors like there were in sailing. Like there was just, you want to go faster, pick the bar up and go or hurt more, you know? Um, so like, I, I kind of enjoyed it cause it was different, but I could still be super com competitive, like with myself and the whole, um, competition side of CrossFit. So, um, I don't think it like was a transfer of like that fire. I just think it was like a different outlet of like competitive energy. Yeah. And it's funny because obviously being in it, like in a sailing team and you, and also I suppose as a team in representing the US, you go from that to CrossFit, which is obviously there's teams, but a very individual sport. And like you say, it's a competitive edge with yourself. How much um, did you, like how much adjusting did you take to kind of being on your own as an individual? Um, so uh, not really, like, cause when I won in 2008, the Olympics, like I sailed by myself, but I've always believed in it being a team effort. Right. So like, even though in 2008, I won the Olympics, like I would not have done it without my coaches, you know, without my training partners, like it was a team effort that got me there. Same with CrossFit. Like, yeah, I'm the one out on the floor doing it, but I couldn't do it without my coaches programming, without my coaches, like um, strategies for the workouts. Um, you know, if Brad wasn't there, like helping me through it and get to where I was, like, there's no way I would have done it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and you know, all the people I trained with, like, if it wasn't the group of people that was there with me, like it, it wouldn't have happened. So it's, it's very much, even though it's one person on the floor, it's very much a team sport too. Yeah, it really is. And there's, there's so many people involved. And what I love is you said something earlier about with sailing, you get better with age almost, and it gets better as you get older with CrossFit, you competed as an individual, and then you went on to be a master's champion and had a, a great CrossFit career. Did you, did you feel the same with CrossFit? Did you feel you got better as you got older or like, did things change a lot going from individual to masters? Um, so I think I got, I definitely got better as I went through it because, um, you know, I, I basically started and one year later I was at the games. And so like I had massive improvements to make. So as I was getting older, I was, but I think around that like 35, 36 year age, you're, years for me like it started to get like when the games was just getting volume and on volume on volume and at that age like I was just finding it that much harder to recover as much so it's not that like I wasn't able to do it just like like how much was I wrecking my body you know um and going into the masters like it was a little less volume still massively competitive because um the the athletes that you know both years I did masters, there was a lot of individual athletes competing, you know, so it was very competitive. But I, I do think that like you, you see workouts and you have a much better idea of how to strategize or you have a much better idea of like where the, um, the like turning point in the workout's going to be of like, okay, this is where it's about to get nasty. <laughs> and, I, and again, that, that's like with time, the more you see the workouts, the more you see um how things go like the more you kind of just get that from experience mm. 
and interestingly like mentally as well do you feel that that improved being able to put yourself like in the hurt locker and knowing right this is going to really hurt but I know I can do it did you feel that there was a difference in that as you kind of competed you know in the in a master's category yeah I think you 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 get more and more comfortable don't you the more you do it the more you suck up the pain the hurt like the more comfortable you get with it so then you can find new limits with it and I think some of my darkest moments in CrossFit have been in master's competitions (laughs) just because like I with time I've realized like oh I don't actually need to stop or I don't actually need to put this bar down Mm. like you can keep going you might not want to but you can um and yeah just with the time of doing things doing workouts you know I've always got Brad in the back of my head like why are you resting are you done (laughs) you know that constant like okay well keep pushing like you haven't actually failed yet so keep going until you do fail yeah it's it's funny like listening to that because that's the difference right from from my opinion anyway that's the difference between people that just go in and kind of enjoy their workouts every day and people that have this competitive edge you said you've done sports your whole life do you think you were you were born with that in you um I think I was born with the (laughs) so I was at the same like and you know I'm not the one that came up with it but it's like it's not that I'd like to win I just hate to lose (laughs) right like and so I will push I say I'll push myself, you know, but in, in the moment, like I feel like I push myself a lot further in competitions um, just because I don't like to lose. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've definitely lost <laughs> plenty of times, but uh, that's kind of like my mentality. And I think that is from being competitive my whole life. Like just the, it's never the pressure to win. I just don't like losing. <laughs> Good way of putting it though. <laughs> Because I don't like to lose, but I wouldn't ever put myself in the positions that you guys do. Uh, and I love it. But I want to talk about, because obviously now you are, you're back sailing, you are pushing for this year, which we'll talk about. But you also run a business, you manage so much in your life. How, like, how do you manage it all? Like, what's, what are the keys to success in Anna's life? <laughs> yeah my life I feel like it's a little chaotic at times especially when I'm in Europe and sailing because like the time zones make everything a little bit crazy but um I I own my own gym T2 CrossFit T2 Fitness um but I have a very good team at home um that do a fantastic job of keeping the gym going like my my coaching staff there are fantastic um I'm fortunate enough that I can run the gym from remotely so I can do all that from overseas um but yeah it's just like I have a a book and it's just got notes and notes and notes and like to-do lists and you know like I just have to write stuff down to make sure that I get it done and I have lists all over the place just to kind of keep me on track and um I I think I, I try to make a rule with myself that like especially now leading into the Olympic trials that like right so from 10 to five maybe here like is sailing and then I get home from sailing and then I'm like okay from work is from five till ten you know and then you go to bed and then we start it again the next day and just try and like okay when I'm sailing I'm sailing and when I'm not sailing I'm like 
focusing on my gym. Um, and then, you know, give myself a little bit of time every now and then to check out completely and watch Netflix or read a book or something. That was going to be my next question. What do you do when you check out? Because if you're always like on the go and there's so much to do, how do you relax? Is that even a word <laughs> in your dictionary? I have to, I do have to force myself to do it sometimes. Um, otherwise I'll just get to like, you know, after a while I, I, I just literally will shut down, but um, I do try and force myself, you know, every couple of days to like relax um, for an hour or so. But yeah, just either read a book or watch something on Netflix. Or... But then, yeah, I'm not very good at it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I try to do. Not many athletes are, I've learned in the past few years. Yeah. And you've kind of like given yourself, obviously, this other, a new mammoth challenge. You finished CrossFit. I know obviously CrossFit is still a huge part of your life and you still compete in I know you did like the master's championship quite recently um but back into sailing out of retirement was there ever a point before you made that commitment where you were just like no I, I'm done with being an athlete now I just want to <laughs> enjoy my life and compete you know relax compete etc was there ever a point where you were like I'm done or was that always more I think I tried to tell myself that like so I did the Tokyo trials and we lost the trials, um, but the trials ended literally like three weeks before COVID broke out. Yeah. So um, we lost the trials, COVID broke out. I, I think I did like the online qualifiers for the games and qualified, but then they like cut the mass, they cut the age groups out. And after that, I was like, you know, this is good, right? Like this is a chance to like, just sit back, relax, like let my body like, recoup be normal for a year or so but that was it it was like for a year or so like there was always this like I'm going to come back sort of mentality um but yeah I don't know I think I think after this one I'll compete but it'll just be for fun and just mm -hmm. to stay in shape but I don't know if I'll go back to being as serious as I was before <laughs> We'll see. I say that, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, never say never. And like, without kind of pressing, because you're not old in any shape or form. But, I am. It's okay. But, <laughs> but for for many people at your age going to the Olympics, like you don't see it a ton. Um, <laughs> like, what kind of toll does it take on your body? Like, as you get older, obviously you are super super fit, and as you say, you keep yourself in shape and healthy, but has it gotten harder just to manage all of it um I've definitely had to like I couldn't I can't train now as hard in CrossFit and do the sailing at the same time like that there has to be a balance now um but I think what allows me to keep doing it is having a really solid background in fitness like allows me to keep keep going and you know um yeah I, I don't know like I, I it's my job to be fit right now so like that's what I'm doing and it's to be fit for sailing and so I focus a lot on like what I need to do for sailing like you know if I want to go in the gym and do like 50 chest to bar butterfly pull-ups that's great but that's not helping me for sailing so you know like I modify my training for sailing and making sure that I'm just staying safe and healthy but as fit as I can um and I think that's definitely helping out a lot because yeah there's not many 41 year olds 
sailing and doing what I do in the boats. It's it's so impressive though and it's actually something that I really love about CrossFit because I think it's you know they give people this opportunity to to be an athlete later in life and a lot of people now uh just go to masters they don't even even go individual and I absolutely love that but it's just so impressive do you obviously the competitive edge when you're training with kind of like other athletes and things do you ever think like oh like I'm older than them so I'm not going to beat them or is it just like no no I've still got that competitiveness I'm going to beat them age isn't a thing it's game on regardless <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're a girl guy old young it's game on and that's just me being like stubborn and <laughs> egotistical <laughs> but like that's you know a competition is a competition right like we're all there to win so it's full on I love that I love that and you mentioned at the beginning so it's obviously we're in January there's the Olympics start kind of kick off August you are looking to qualify there's a lot that comes with qualifying obviously the training and everything but for anyone who maybe doesn't know there's also a lot that goes you know the admin side of it that that you guys as athletes as sailors have to do like funding etc can you tell us a little bit about that and and what what else goes into it other than just training and sailing yeah, so a lot of our training is done in Europe. So there's a lot of like logistical um, things that need to be in place of organizing where we're going, Airbnbs, how our boats are getting from point A to point B, making sure that we have all the equipment that we need. Um, and so Paris, my teammate, and I, um, you know, she does she does a lot of like the logistics of like housing and stuff like that. I do. I sort out kind of getting our boats from point A to point B, whether I'm driving them or we get somebody to drive them for us. Um, you know, then we have coaches we have to get here and um, kind of help get set up. But we have a, a, a good support team behind us in America One Racing. They they support us and kind of help us on like the coaching and um, a little bit on the funding side. And then we have, have a couple of sponsors, Maritime Parrot Partners and uh, Lady Bro, um, who are... Uh, our sponsors um and then outside of that like a lot of the rest of our fund money needs to come from fundraising so it's a lot of you know um asking people and you know people people can donate to um it's a 501c3 foundation so everything is a tax deduction um if people do want to support us um all our details are on henkintobiassailing.com and um, so you can follow along there or you can follow along on my Instagram at a ton of cliff to bias. Um, I post a lot of uh, updates on what we're doing training wise. And then when we do compete um, daily posts on how we're doing. Uh, and we'll put all of that in our show notes because it's such a huge feat to do something like this. And I think people often will forget how much else goes into it other than just like, oh, they're going to go to the Olympics or they're going to go to Olympic qualifiers. Um, so we'll definitely share. And anyone listening, if you if you want to donate and support, like, please, please do, because it will it will really help. And like, obviously, we've we're it's going to now come around so quickly the next few months. Um, I'm assuming the goal for Paris is a gold medal. Am I that right in saying cool. that? Yes. If you if you don't achieve that, do you think you're you're still going to be hungry for more? Are we going to see you in the next cycle? No, I'm done after this one for sure. 
<laughs> I'm gonna quote you on that you're gonna quote me I'm done for sure <laughs> yeah and for anyone I because this is what this podcast is all about is women in fitness like no matter like how old whether they're competitive athletes or not like for anyone interested in sailing or CrossFit because obviously that you are an expert on both like that maybe hasn't experienced it before or wants to come back to it like what advice would you give them getting into it I think the hardest part is stepping through the door to inquire right I think if you can, if you can build the courage to step through the door and inquire you've done the hardest part after that the coaches uh whether it doesn't matter which sport like people will help you into it right like the communities in both sports um are so welcoming that you know it's it's they'll welcome you in 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 no time it doesn't matter what experience you have like people will happily teach you in in sailing in crossfit the coaches you know like that's what we're there for we're there to help everybody so even though we have group classes everything is individualized for each person in that class um and so you know like I said the hardest part is stepping through that door after that then you just gotta go have fun and work out and like my my big motto like I said earlier like I get like nervous and anxious and excited to race but like the best part is I just like to have fun and I think that's what you have to do in life um you're going into CrossFit you go and get a workout in go have fun doing it you know you're going to go learn how to sail go have fun it's you have fun it makes it much more enjoyable and you'll you'll come back and do it again absolutely that's some good advice and I have kind of somehow created this ending question <laughs> We've, we're only two episodes in but I've created it now so I'm going to carry on with it um what are you most looking forward to in the next year um hopefully qualifying for the Paris 2024 Olympics um and then after that um spending time with my husband and my dogs and uh, continuing to grow my gym and see all my gym peeps. I love that. Well, Anna, thank you so, so much for sharing your story and we look forward to supporting you. As I say, everything is going to be in the show notes. We are going to share away and support you guys on your journey and hopefully see you in Paris. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs>